Hey, and today's uh, in the car with Dr. Mike. Uh, we're gonna talk about dealing with chronic pain and why you should never, ever take the first diagnosis and first decision from your doctor. All right, let's go. Welcome to the What Up Doc University podcast, your number one resource for total body wellness. Here's your host, Dr. Mike. Hey guys, everybody who's listening to the podcast. Thank you guys for actually listening to the podcast. Uh, coming directly from my car as I'm driving into work today. And I uh, had a couple thoughts on my mind uh, from a patient that came in yesterday. Uh, Tuesdays are my late late nights at the office. And we had a patient that came in and was given a, 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 a diagnosis. And... So when the patient was referred into me, one of her, uh, one of his friends was telling me about the case, and I was like, okay, you know, it made sense to me. Um, but when he walked in through the door, and this is the first thing I always look at is I, I look at the patient itself, uh, him or herself, and I, I look at their demeanor. I look at what's what is their physical picture, especially when we're dealing with a physical complaint. And then I start uh, asking questions. You know, we, we start with a consultation and we take a history. And, you know, throughout the consultation and the history, things just didn't add up. So the symptomatic and clinical picture didn't add up with what was displaying. And then we jump into um, what was previously said from, uh, you know, all the medical tests and the medical diagnosis and the proposed treatment plan, which ultimately for this patient was surgical intervention. Now, I'm always weary when uh, a diagnosis is given and the treatment plan is automatically a surgical intervention, unless it's some type of traumatic injury. You know, say we got an accident you know, maybe it was a slip and fall accident or a car accident where there was uh, broken bones or a severed tendon or something like that, that it's it's pretty obvious that surgical intervention is needed to mend the, you know, mend the, the issue there. But when there is some type of chronic pain issues with neurological dysfunctioning and a surgical intervention is recommended right off the bat without any other measures being exhausted. I'm always weary of that. So here I am doing the physical uh, examination and some of the signs during the examination just didn't add up. So I question more and it comes to find out that a lot of the standard tests for making that conclusive diagnosis of you know, what, what it was to told and uh, recommending a treatment plan and, and a course of action of surgery just wasn't done. So it, it, the whole lesson of this is make sure that even though you're giving a diagnosis and a treatment plan um, that is pretty radical, because if you look at it, I mean, surgery is pretty radical. And even the course of pharmaceutical therapies is pretty radical, right? Um, 
even when you're given those things by your medical doctor, you should always question um, and and seek further uh, further examination and looking at exhausting all other methods. Now, is what I said in a previous podcast is if they're not willing to do that, you need to find another doctor because especially when we're dealing with surgery, that's irreversible. You know, if say there's a mistake and not necessarily the the surgical mistake, but a mistake in the diagnosis, right? Because the way that most uh, doctors work is that they, they, they perform a history examination. And then from that, they make a diagnosis, which then turns into a proposed treatment plan, right? So if the treatment plan is predicated upon the diagnosis and the diagnosis is predicated upon the history and examination and a proper history and examination didn't occur, then you're going to get a faulty diagnosis, which is going to lead to a faulty treatment plan, ultimately leading towards a result that you don't want. And and I see too many patients that end up with uh, issues from either being given the wrong pharmaceutical, uh, wrong dosage, wrong length of time, or the wrong surgical intervention. And this works both ways, by the way. Sometimes the diagnosis was made not to do surgery. And then, you know, the surgery should have been performed and they were uh, left in dire circumstances there. So the point I'm trying to get at here is never to, never to settle, okay? Because I see too many patients that they're they're given that that diagnosis treatment plan and they auto- automatically you know knee jerk reaction just go along with it. So make sure that you're making that right decision. <clears throat> now, w- what I ultimately told told this patient was, hey, look, let's exhaust all the different avenues of examination and uh, let's see what's going on. Now, if it comes back as something different then great. If it comes back as, you know, you've exhausted all all these tests and these tests don't show anything further and it confirms the original diagnosis, then great. Now, what do we do with that? Well, if the further tests say that there's something else going on, now we got to make a change in treatment plan, right? Pretty obvious. Now, if, if it comes back where the tests don't show anything, which ultimately is what we want. We want that other test to confirm uh, and basically rule out all the, you know, the, the other variables. And we want it to confirm the original diagnosis. Then, then we know, okay, we're only dealing with that. All these other factors, uh, all these other things are not happening. Now we can dive into, well, now let's look at the proposed treatment plan. Remember I said surgery should only be used when there is something that needs to be surgically repaired, meaning that it's torn, it's broken, right? I mean, not all breaks in bones need to be surgically repaired, but, you know, if you got a shattered uh, arm or, you know, a shattered leg, 
yeah, you're going to need something to help mend that because the way the, the body's not going to heal properly. So you need some type of intervention. Now, if if you're dealing with something that you know, and you're like, yeah, I don't know if this needs surgical intervention, I can guarantee you that there are a ton of different ways that can help the body in a non-invasive approach. You know, so stuff like chronic pain, which I see a ton of patients for, you know, there's so many different things that we can do for chronic pain. Ultimately, we got to get down to the source of the pain, which ultimately will be one of three things. It will either be a chronic uh, emotional issue or chronic structural um, misalignment or a biochemical imbalance, which is leading towards inflammation. So we, we ultimately got to get down to that aspect. But there are so many different things that we can do to help with chronic pain. Um, you know, we got to take some dietary measures to look at, well, you know, are we eating things that will produce more inflammation? You know, can we do things that will cut inflammation out of the body, which will ultimately cut down uh, in the pain signal? Well, sometimes we may have things that's promoting within the body that's promoting inflammation. You know, we use a lot of proteolytic enzyme therapy that helps to cut back on inflammation um, using uh, omega-3 fatty acids, which is an anti-inflammatory. There are so many natural uh, herbal remedies that can help cut down inflammation. Turmeric is, is another good one for, you know, inflammation and pain. White willow bark, you know, that's another one that can be used for managing of chronic pain. And then we have modalities, you know, like, you know, in our office, we use what's called the H wave, which is kind of like the, kind of like a, a, a tens, well, not, not, it's not really a tens, but it's an electrical muscle stimulator on steroids. Uh, it really gets down to the muscle tissue, helps to uh, mimic nat natural muscle contractions. That helps to knock out the pain as well. Um, Pulse electromagnetic field therapy or PEMF, that's really great. Uh, Low-level laser, um, soft tissue manipulation, uh, acupressure, you know, all of these different modalities can help with pain rather than just jumping straight into a radical thing like surgical intervention. So that's, you know... <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get at here, guys, is never, ever just take the first diagnosis as the be-all and end-all. And that will suit you, suit you well for the rest of your life. And it, it will save you a lot of pain and anguish, and it'll save you a lot of money as well. Because it's not, I think a lot of people... They neglect when, when they, you know, when they look at stuff like surgery or radical interventions, um, they look at just the medical costs and they fail to neglect what other costs will happen, you know, like lifestyle, uh, quality of life and um, the, the outside things that will affect, you know, the overall picture. So don't take the first diagnosis as as a beyond end all guys and you know there are so many different things that you know we can do to help manage uh the pain issue now uh thank you guys for listening and if you love the podcast please leave us a five-star review go over it uh 
to iTunes, leave us a five-star review there. I can help us get more exposure to the rest of the iTunes world and the podcast listening world. Um, we also have a, a Patreon channel. So uh, if you love what we're doing, help support our mission to get this word out to the rest of the world. Um, you know, we can, uh, we're, we're trying to improve the podcast and get you guys more information. And uh, the Patreon channel is basically a channel where you guys can uh, pledge to support the podcast. You know, any type of donation from, you know, a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars, twenty bucks or whatever, you know, this can help to further the cause. We're trying to get uh, a full time transcriptionist to transcribe all of the, the podcasts so that we can have a transcription of the episodes so that we can reach a wider audience. There's a, a, a vast hearing impaired audience that wants to get the wants to listen to the podcast, but they can't. So we want to um, get the transcriptions out to them. So the, your pledges will go towards that. Um, it will go towards uh, making it possible to get more episodes out so that I can hire a, um, an editor and a show producer and all that kind of stuff. So that's what we're looking uh, towards with, with the Patreon channel. Um, so if you look in the show notes, there's, there'll be a link towards the Patreon channel. Um, also, also right now, we still got the, um, I'm still in the middle of production for the detoxification, the, the detoxification course that I've been talking about. And uh, so this is going to be a really good one. But I'm pulling together all the different things that I've been learning and applying in in practice that helping to help with patients. So um, th- those will all be linked up in the show notes. So, you know, you go down to either, you know, within this podcast, there'll be the uh, links for the show, show notes or just head over to our website at www.whatupdocuniversity.com. All right, guys, it's been fun speaking to you. I'm still on the freeway, you know, big surprise, Southern California. Uh, but it's been fun speaking to you guys and teaching you guys and, and seeing all the different comments. Uh, you know, if you, oh, another thing, if you guys have, have questions, uh, love taking questions. We, you know, we do a Q and a in our private Facebook group. Um, but if you guys have any questions that you want me to answer, shoot me an email over at info at whatupdocuniversity.com, W-H-A-D-D-U-P, D-O-C, university.com. So info at whatupdocuniversity.com. So with that, I want to bid you a farewell till the next time and be well and aloha. Aloha.